With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. We're talking about Jim Schwartz's introductory press conference today as we uh, embrace the off-season for the Browns while the rest of the teams are uh, engaged in the playoffs as we're we're on the outside looking in. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Daryl, what other nuggets... Because uh, you talked about plenty of nuggets today coming out of that press conference. What else did you uh, walk away from the press conference with? Well, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about the the size at linebacker and whether or not the Browns are big enough at that uh, particular position. And, um, you know, he, he basically said the most important, two most important things to him are instincts and communication. Uh, he doesn't get wrapped up in numbers when it comes to linebackers. Now, he did concede, don't want guys, you know, to cross maybe the 250-pound plateau, but he has coached guys that have been in the 220s or the 230s who have had very successful uh, careers. So um, for all those that worry about the size of the Browns linebackers, I don't think that that's nearly as important to Jim Schwartz uh, as it might be to them or even some members of the media. But I listen, I, I have for years, I've been in the camp of the Browns needed impact thumper at linebacker. They, they've had, they've had that need since 1999. They have never had an impact linebacker. They've had some good linebackers. Uh, You're saying since 99, right? Yeah. Yeah. Since 99 in the expansion era, Jameer Miller was good. DeCall yes. Jackson was good. Yeah. Um, um, uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank. It starts with an, uh, not Schwartz. Um, uh, the line, the, uh, the hell's is, he was a draft pick. Like in 2016, he was here for like four years. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, um, uh, he made the pro bowl one year. He ended up in Tampa. Right? Yeah. Um, God, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm dying here. Cause it's Schobert, Joe Schobert. Yeah. Joe Schobert. Yeah. Yeah. From there Wisconsin. we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Wisconsin kid. 
You know, he, he good player, but not a game changer. Like, so they've had good players. Like JOK, I think, is a really good player. Um, he has the potential to be a game changer, but he's not there yet. So they've not had that guy, and they need that guy. I, I just I'm a firm believer in that. I don't care if you're running a four, three, three, four, whatever, a two, four, say what what I don't care what you run. Um they need an impact player at that position, especially in this division. I, I will live and die by that thought. Um, but I did find his uh, take uh, on the size not being everything at linebacker to be rather uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's. I think the other problem, I think sometimes when we think about linebackers is, you know, I, I think we want to walk down the Eddie Johnson road. We want to walk down the Mike Johnson. We want to talk about Bam Bam Ambrose. We want to talk about, you know, um, I mean, there's just so many great linebackers that we saw before the team flipped over in 19. Chip Banks was amazing. I'm just kind of going through some of the names in the back of my head. Jim Houston was a standout. I, we we used to be such a great um, linebacker in core. Walt Michaels and, and Clay Matthews Jr. And just, I don't know if I said Clay before or not, but, you know, those were the guys that I think made up our history in the back of our heads. And it's just like I, I, the game has changed a little bit. And in some ways, I think the linebacker has become, <laughs> excuse me, the running back of the defense as far as being expendable. But, I, you know, when you see a great linebacker that's out there, I, I just I, I think it's weird when they pass on them in the draft because they're a linebacker. I just it kind of bothers me the way the game has changed that way. But defensive ends became the linebacker of this generation. So um, edge, yeah, DN, edge rusher. Yeah, that like it, um, I just was doing my uh, pro football writers uh, awards voting before recording this podcast, and you know we're still doing inside, you know inside linebacker, outside linebacker, and honestly, I wish we'd just vote on linebackers because it's it's so blurred these days, even with the edge rushers, because um, you know some of these edge rushers are actually outside linebackers in some schemes and, and things like that, but. Um, yeah, I just I, I I think that um because the game continues to evolve that the the the, the true you know some of the I guess true defensive schemes from the 80s, 90s and even the 2000s like they, it's just the game's evolved. Um and uh but the one thing in my mind that hasn't evolved is just having that big hitting game wrecker right in the middle of the defense. Like to me, there's, there's just that, that translates every, you know, to every era of the sport. You know what I'm saying? You needed it back in the eighties. You needed it in the nineties and, 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 and you need it today. Um, so yeah, I, uh, would like to see the, look, I, look, I hope they have it in JOK. I hope he turns into that, but if they don't, or if he doesn't, I should say, then hopefully the Browns can find a way to get one of those dudes because they need him. All right, Daryl, let me throw one topic here as we we wind down today's podcast. Um, and I'm just I'm curious your thoughts on this because I th thought it was a great weekend of playoff football that we saw last weekend, but the bookends weren't very good. The first game, the Seattle game uh, against the Niners was eh, and then the last game was Cowboys-Bucks. But listen to this nugget that just dropped, um, I don't know, within the hour about ratings. Did you see the ratings on this for Monday night's game? 
they the NFL Bucks. could do a paint drying competition and pull Bonanza ratings. So that wild card game in Tampa drew 31.2 million viewers. It marked the largest NFL audience on ESPN and ABC since they had the Super Bowl back in 06. It was the second most watched non-Super Bowl game in Disney's history and was the most watched non-Super Bowl playoff game ever seen on the network. That is amazing to me how the NFL is just Midas. And when they touch something, it turns to gold. And uh, you would think this weekend's matchup would probably garner some of the same attention. All right, so do you want to do some playoff picks then? You want to wrap Yeah, let's do it real quick. Some some playoff picks here? Yep. Okay, uh, let's uh, start with Saturday's game. Jaguars-Chiefs, who you got? I got the Chiefs. The Jaguars, while it was fun, while it lasted, they're going to get blown out. What do you yes, I, I'm right there with you. Chiefs, the 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 Chiefs all the way to the AFC. The only thing that could that could mar the Chiefs is if they come out a little rusty because they had the week off. I'm not buying that for a minute though. Nope. No, I I th- actually to your point, I think that's going to be a curb stomping. Quite frankly, yeah. I yeah. Uh, Giants Eagles an NFC East throwdown. Who you got? I got the Eagles just because I don't want to listen to Poobah for the week. No, that's why. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't no. need to hear anything about his Giants. I'm done. I'm well, Although no, I am kind of rooting for Brian Dable, I liked him. I like him. You're, so. you're, you're going to anyway because if they lose, he's just going to be crying about it all week. Uh, <laughs> That's I'll, true too. I, I think the Eagles uh, survive in advance. That one, I have a feeling, is going to be a slugfest. Plus, now um, I pick I, and and staying true to my Heights roots, I pick both the Kelsey brothers for our first two picks. So go ahead. Yes. Gotcha. Bengals and Bills. Um, I think the Bengals are hot right now. The Bills. I, I still think that something doesn't look right. I, just there's a, something a little bit off. I know the Bengals in, in Ravens game was tight. Um, I think the Ravens defense was really, really good. And I think that that was underestimated going into the game. I like the Bengals to keep this Halloween scare going because they haven't lost since they lost to the Browns. Uh, I'm going the other way. I'm okay. going with a, a neutral site AFC championship game in wow. Atlanta, which I think is complete nonsense, but it's going to happen. And, Hmm. Don't be surprised if the NFL starts bidding out conference championship games now. Brutal. Total, total Chiefs, host job to the fans. Host yeah, job. I'm, yeah I'm, I'm taking the Bills over the Bengals, so uh, I like it to be a Chiefs and Bills AFC championship game. And then the grand finale. Uh, grew up watching these guys duke it out in the playoffs all the time. Joe Montana versus Emmett Smith. We got this time it's the Cowboys and the 49ers. Um, I liked Kyle when he was here. I still like the Niners. I love the Purdy story. Love it, love it, love it. And I'm on board for the Niners, and I hope they have good success. I got Eagles, Niners. Yep. Eagles, Niners. So we're only one difference. I took the Bengals. You took the Bills. Yep. And uh, I'll I'll make my Super Bowl pick right now. I'm going. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. wait. Why would you do that today? Wait. Wait. Don't want want me to go all in with the chips? Go in. Knock it out. Nope. Sorry. Okay. All right, we'll do it next time. Hey, thanks for listening. For Meredith Kane, our outstanding producer, it's been fun. It's been a blast. And if you like it, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? We'd love having you on board. If you want to be a part of the show in the near future, all you need to do is hit us up on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, at GameDayCLE. For Daryl Ryder, Meredith Kane, I'm Andy Baskin. It's always Game Day Cleveland.